card. You get a one personal space, two personal space, three. Hey, hello, listeners. This is just a quick disclaimer for this week's episode. As anyone that's listened to the show before knows, uh, there can be some adult language, and anyone that's listening for the first time, please keep that in mind. Uh, we tend to be ourselves and not filter, so occasionally a bad word might come out. If you have any children in the room, please put on some headphones or have them put on some headphones. Thank you. That I don't even care about this. I'm not even interested in having this skin on my personal space. You're listening to the IDP Guys with Sean, John, and Nathan, the Wizards of Fantasy Football. Your go-to source for the individual defensive player strategy. And now, three guys who could only make an NFL team on Madden. All right, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to the season finale, the 2020 season finale of the IDP, guys. This is episode 139. My name is Nathan, uh, joined by co-hosts as well as a special guest. But we got co-host Johnny the Greek, co-host Danny925, future co-host Joey the Tooth, IDP. Hey, what's going on? We're, We're here live. I'm not a cat. <laughs> All right. So this is the last episode before break. Uh, we will be back in March when uh, rookie shenanigans start picking up. Uh, but this is we're we're heading into our off season, our break time. Uh, going for I don't know since August. Outside of I mean the last uh, we had a, a, a small break there in playoffs, but. Looking forward to a little bit of off time. But uh, with that, let's jump into the question of the week. How was your Super Bowl? Let's start with the guest here, Joey the Tooth, IDP. What'd you do? How was it? What'd you think of it? Hmm. Well, I honestly didn't watch most of it. I tuned in here and there because I didn't really care all that much about it. Sound like a Patriots fan. Uh, no, actually, I was pretty happy. Well, I'm not a Patriots fan, but I was actually happy to see Tom Brady win the Super Bowl just so people can shut up. I by no means a Tom Brady fan. By, by people, you mean uh, Nathan and Johnny, the uh, Tom Brady's system quarterback people. Oh, man. He, he's doing he, the same system. But you know <laughs> what? Is. He's still winning, so yeah. I'm going to give it to him. But um, I actually read a ton of Harry Potter, not going to lie. There you go. Sat there with my wife while she did some work, and I read Harry Potter. Had nice. the game on my phone to the left or to the right. Wow. That's the right. I didn't even know you could read. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm okay. <laughs> that's, that's a low key Super Bowl, man. Um, that's yeah, cool, though. Just, just spending time with the family. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. What about Sean that's... down there? What'd you do? I did what I usually do. Where got I hammered, pick, forgot what happened, and uh, blacked out in the middle of the street. Uh, skip the 
blackout in the middle of the street. Um, it's on the sidewalk. <laughs> but I do uh, usually play a lot of cards and do a lot of gambling on Super Bowl. Um, it's COVID, so this was a little more low key. This wasn't mm-hmm. the usual, you know, thousand, two thousand dollar buy in type of stuff. What's wrong with you? Uh, th- th- dude, I have a good time on Super Bowl. Uh, Jesus. It was it was fifty dollar buy in this time around because we're all hurting, and I I walked away with two hundred and fifty bucks, so I feel pretty good about it. I was down, I was down like a hundred within thirty minutes. Well, once you pay the heat bill, then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, no my uh, my heat is my electric bill, and unfortunately, my electric bill is really not pulling through for me, and. I'm currently sitting here in negative three degree weather with no heat again, uh, because every time it gets this cold, my old ass apartment, uh, the heat just falls apart and I got to turn on the space heater. So here we are. What did you think of the game? That sounds awesome. Uh, Okay. So real, very brief rant. Uh, A lot of people complaining about, to people that say that it was a shitty game being like, Oh, well they just don't appreciate good defense. It's like, no man, we just wanted a close game. Like I appreciate what Todd Bowles did. I wanted a good game though. Like yeah. if Todd Bowles was going to come in with that strong of a defensive game plan, I wanted Kansas city to come in with that strong of a defensive game plan. Like I wanted it to be close. I wanted the Mahomes versus Brady game to be close and it wasn't. And so it sucked. And like, it has nothing to do with me not appreciating defense. I do appreciate everything that the Buccaneers did on defense, but like, dude, when it's a blowout, it's so easy to lose interest because like you already know the outcome and no matter what they do they're not coming back from it and you're just sitting there you're like okay so this is decided and yeah great great defense but like not a good game yeah i was actually watching briefly in the second quarter it was there was like five minutes left when it was third down and it was incomplete but the freaking or no it was they were kicking a field goal tampa bay was kicking a field goal and they and kansas city lined up off sides <laughs> I was like, and then I was like, well, if they score a touchdown here, then it's it's not over, but it's going in a very bad direction. And it was the very next play. It was a touchdown. It was like. Yeah. And so for me, like, honestly, everyone can say whatever they want about people not appreciating defense. It's not about that. Like, people just want a close game. That's it's a Super Bowl. That, right. Like, if you know who's going to win that early, it's not fun. Like you just want to, you want to see a close game. So for me, the actual game sucked. Um, there were some good moments in it. Like as far as Mahomes doing crazy shit, but like running for his life. Yeah. Dude, how about a diving throw for 30 yards? <laughs> yep. And like, yeah. and like there definitely were some cool moments, but like, there's nothing really that memorable from that game outside of the uh, Antoine Winfield moment, which we'll get to later but like other than that you're gonna walk away from this three years from now you're not gonna remember anything about this because it was a very rarely unimpressive super bowl unless you're around a lot of tom brady fans which i am then you'll know all about it 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with Sean. Absolutely. It was, and I was talking to Nate about this after the game. Um, we don't get a great Super Bowl every year. We were due for a bad one. We got it. This is, it is what it is. Uh, there can be great defense Super Bowls. We saw that the uh, Rams Patriots Super Bowl, close and great defense. This was great defense, not close. So yeah, by the third quarter, it was a hundred percent a done deal. And it was just like waiting until it was done. So yeah. not that great, but um, small note on the Brady stuff. I used to hate him a lot. Uh, I'll tell you a story off air about me shoving someone down the stairs that may or may not have been pregnant because they had uh, a Brady jersey on. Sean likes to embellish. So before right, everyone we comes in. We definitely have to cut that. Like, no, 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 no. Before everyone comes in to try and like murder him and, and cancel him, generally embellishes everything. It's a story that gets worse every time just because John likes to see people's face. More than likely, more than likely, John slightly nudged someone that was also drunk because yep. they were wearing a Brady jersey and it's turned into shoved them down the stairs <laughs> that they were a woman that they were pregnant <laughs> like I'm sorry I'm canceling it's just the way right his uh, his storytelling goes so well first of all that was Steve that makes it worse every time but yes, oh, yes. okay no yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, but uh, I used to really dislike Brady a lot just because, Joey, you know the deal. Nate, you know the deal. We live here. We got to hear yeah. this shit mm -hmm. all the time. Um, I, I would say I don't really hate him. Um, I respect him. Um, I don't enjoy that he won another Super Bowl. Like, there's nothing great about that. Uh, but you gotta you gotta give respect there's, where it's due. Seven, seven. No, there's definitely an aspect where that's great. Like, dude, I would say that like I was are, definitely okay with either thing happening either kansas city mm -hmm. won the super bowl mahomes came out was amazing lights out beat the goat and did all this great great stuff to like mean, get the goat with quotes well, just saying, like he he's called the goat you he know, is the I'm goat not, okay um or on the flip side you've got tom brady who just took a what they were seven and nine last year um uh, kind of very mediocre team that had Jameis Winston who went 30 for 30 uh, touchdowns, interceptions in, in a season, uh, lost his job, and then Brady comes in and all of a sudden this team, while at the beginning of the year wasn't clicking, clicked when it mattered and ran the table for the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's amazing. And I mean, it's different because it's not Brady and Belichick. So I do um, want to say one thing. Sorry, I don't mean to cut yeah. you off, but real no, quick. Everybody, I keep hearing people like it's. I have full respect for Tom Brady. He had he has seven championships now, but I heard somebody say today it was the greatest playoff run ever. This I, one, yeah, I heard somebody saying that. Somebody said it's the greatest because he went through Breeze, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes. I said, yeah, wait, he also went that. through Washington. Like, I was that's, like, what about what was great about know. that? What about the nine and seven Giants with Eli Manning, who ended up beating an undefeated Patriots team in the Super Bowl? Right. Sure. What did they go through before that, though? The Packers with Brett Favre and uh, what were the teams? I'll look it up. The 49ers. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was, they beat the 49ers in – that was the Kyle Williams fumble. Who was – And was, the Cowboys the year they were like 12 and 4. Who are the quarterbacks though? They're when they say that they're talking about like going through legendary quarterbacks, you know, and like 
I get that, but I Brady mean, did. He did go through all the legendary quarterbacks this year. He went through Breeze well past his prime. Like Breeze is mm-hmm. Breeze is washed at this point. We all know it. Um Joey, those Buccaneers was the first one, not the Niners. Oh, was it? Yeah. The Niners must have been the other Super Bowl. But yeah, like like Breeze is washed right now. At the same time, like historically, this might be the best playoff run in NFL history where you're like, you're knocking off all of the historically great quarterbacks. But you're also a, the historically greatest quarterback. You know what I'm what? saying? Like Eli oh, Manning. Hold on. Did you just say that? Only this. Did you just say that? I, yeah, I mean, I mean, he is. It's it, he it is, is what, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's, it's well, fine. I'm I'm just glad that I can I can po- I can dude. Me poking in what is actually my opinion are two different things. If you don't know that after three years of this right. podcast, like oh sure, you- I know I know that after three years. But when we started this podcast, <laughs> it was for sure that Brady was a system quarterback and some shit with the Seahawks. Oh yeah. Well, uh, opinions are allowed to change. People are allowed to grow. <laughs> and and you have. And you have but, and I'm glad. But look at to get back on on topic here. Eli Manning essentially has only that one season. Well, he's got two Super Bowls. And like the second oh, one let's not even do Eli Manning this time. Let's do that for the season preview. I just think it's I just think it's like the fact he took nine two nine and seven teams to Super Bowls. Like I feel like those yeah. runs are I, great. I thought I thought that was what was super impressive about this it was another wild card team catching fire yeah. and going all the way through. Like that doesn't happen that often. Mm-hmm. That was right. cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. I feel like well, there's a lot of wild card teams though that really shouldn't be wild card. I mean, they were what eleven and five. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was a different kind of year this year because of COVID. So, right. yeah. So I mean, yeah, eleven and five wild card team. The only reason they were wild cards because what New Orleans went twelve and four. Yep. But I mean, still, yeah, with wild Taysom, card all the way with Taysom Hill at the helm. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, other than that, uh, it was a deep. I don't know. I was okay with. My Super Bowl was was fun, entertaining. Got to see some people, drink some beer, and um, you know that's that's the point, right? Uh, watching the football, I wish that Mahomes had been able to come out and be more Mahomes. Um, I would have liked to see Tom Brady having to come back from a deficit rather than just. I mean, he had to keep his foot on Mahomes' throat. You know that whole game, like continue scoring because you never know when is Mahomes going to figure it out, and he knows from experience that a quarterback that's good can come back mm-hmm. and and beat another you know team down by what what was it fifteen points? No, it was more twenty eight to three. I think. Or, it was. Yes, twenty five points. Whatever. It was 30, um, 30, 31 to nine was the biggest, I believe. Yeah. So. You know, and the Buccaneers knew how to um, fuck with Mahomes. And I'm sure that it was a lot of Brady saying like, because someone pointed out, I read an article essentially saying that, you know, Brady's worst playoff experiences has been when he's been pressured Mm -hmm. every single play. 
And that was the key to victory here. And Mahomes was, he was, his timing was off. He had to, you know, run back and forth, oftentimes losing 10, 15 yards uh, to, before he was sacked or had to throw it out of bounds. He lost his left tackle going into this game. Uh, you've got hey, they're down the, three linemen, weren't they? Three offensive yeah. linemen. Yeah. And you've got the Bucks. Uh, defensive line, which is just, I mean, it's scary. It you have essentially no one in front yeah. of you. Shaquille Barrett's pretty good. Was, was it at 29 pressures or something like that? <laughs> really? Shaquille Barrett had 10 uh, pressures. It was, I thought it was 49 total for the game. It was the most ever it on might a, be. Uh, opposing quarterback. It, it was a lot. Yeah, it, was it might lot. be. I just know that Shaquille Barrett had more pressures on Mahomes than the Chiefs had total on Brady. Yeah, it was a good game plan. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's getting paid Let's... this year. Also, Shaquille Barrett is good. Yeah. He's right. a good player. Right. Yeah. I don't I'm think just... anyone's ever. Oh, no. We've. Are you kidding me? Like... I've, I've, po- I've poked him. Yeah, I've poked yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, I just want, I just wanted the like, okay, finally we can say that too. This no, is a he was, day. Of- he was he was fine. He's just if you start him in your championship game for IDP, he's going to get you nothing like tradition. <laughs> but yeah, he's fine in the Super Bowl when it doesn't matter and can't win any titles for your IDP league. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> All right, let let's move forward. What's up, guys? It's Josh, Adam, and Bobby here with the Big Three IDP Podcast. And if you've never listened to our show before, here's just a taste of the insanity that you will get week in and week out with the Big Three IDP Podcast. Skunks are so cute. <laughs> we just ate White Castle at like 1045 at night. I'll tell you one I liked about it a little bit more was Jeffrey Simmons. Oh, what? Did you say a Bartman, like Steve Bartman? <laughs> I don't like Bartman in Chicago this year. He's going to catch too many foul balls. You know it's all about getting real and getting down to business and getting down to the facts. Slot <laughs> of men, slot of mouth. So if you would like more of the shenanigans that you just heard in these little snippets, be sure to subscribe to the Big Three IDP podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Addy. Listeners are guaranteed to have a good time. Hey, you can't afford not to do this, baby. That's right, baby. This week's news. All righty. Uh... Fairly news light. A couple big things, though. Um, we'll leave the Calvin Johnson for last so we can discuss. Uh, but I'm going to run off the Hall of Fame guys for 2021 real quick. Uh, maybe just a quick agree, disagree, if you got any notes on each guy here. Uh, Bill Nunn, contributor. No idea who that is. Moving forward. Drew Pearson, another cowboy. I'm happy with that. Any uh, notes, objections? No. Okay. Tom Flores, coach. No, I thought they did a really good job. I have no objections across the board. Yep, Alan Fanica. We talked about him with uh, uh, Dr. Super Bowl. Mm, that yeah. was nice. 
John Lynch, obviously huge one. Uh, Charles Woodson, favorite of mine. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning was just stupid obvious. And Calvin Johnson, a little bit of a surprise. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that the week prior. Um, thoughts from the Lions guys and anyone else, Joey? I think he fully deserves it. Well, he was one of the most dominant receivers all time. Yeah, sure. He doesn't have the rings. He doesn't have like career stats because he had a short career, but if if anybody watched him play, he was a dominant receiver. He also played for the Lions, so he's never going to get the the rings or the playoff wins or right. any of that. But like, the, like you watch him, and you know, like he's the most physically dominant receiver in the history of the NFL. Without him, they were any means relative at all. Like the Lions weren't relative by any means; like they were gone. But he actually made them like a seven win team. Mm. Sorry. And I don't know if I agree with that uh, just because uh, Stafford went and played better without him. Um, But I think that's kind of the nature of wide receiver. Like you see that in Cleveland with Odell where it's like Odell is clearly their most talented wide receiver, but Baker plays better when Odell's not on the field just because forcing it to that guy. Right. And it's not necessarily his fault. It is potentially his fault. It's potentially play calling fault where like you're just directing more plays at the person that is your most talented, that is also going to be the most covered. And so it's, it's kind of the nature of wide receiver where so much of the production comes from other wide receivers being open because of you. Uh, But like that said, you watch Calvin Johnson. It's like he had Randy Moss's speed with Terrell Owens, physicality. And like, we've never seen that before. And like the, the debate comes down to what it, what qualifies as the hall of fame? Because like, is it the best players of all time or is it the people with the best careers of all time? Because mm-hmm. like Calvin is for sure, like top three wide receivers all time. He did not have a top three career. Like mm-hmm. Larry Fitzgerald is not nearly as talented as Calvin Johnson, but he had a far better career. Do you uh, think that this, um, resolve some of that conversation uh, because this has been going on now since he retired as to whether or not he's going to be in the hall of fame. Does this trickle down to like Matt Stafford? Um, you talk about Larry Fitzgerald right there. Does this start to clear up things as far as like, what do these um, hall of fame pickers go- look for? I don't think it clears up anything because I still think, Eli Manning makes it and Eli Manning was never a top five quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Never had a top five season. As far as I know, Uh, I could be wrong on that, but I don't think he did. Um, But because of his accomplishments, he will make it. And I think he will. And so I think 
you're like the hall of fame is looking at both sides where it's like they're trying to get the best players of all time that had a good enough career Mm -hmm. and they're looking at the best careers of all time that were good enough players that makes so i think i think you're just gonna see both sides of the spectrum forever yeah well how much do you want to limit it you know like obviously you can't put everyone in the hall of fame but like you can't. Why have these debates of like, well, this guy should be in it. So here's know? my question. All right. So Eli Manning's probably going to get in. Does Philip Rivers deserve to get in? Yep. So diff- it's tough. Eli Manning deserves it more than Philip Rivers, I think. Because Philip Rivers doesn't have the like dominating top five seasons and also doesn't have the dominating accomplishments in his career. Mm -hmm. So like Philip rivers was like really good in both those things, but never great in either. Whereas you look at Calvin Johnson, it's like he had no career achievements, Uh, like he had records and stuff, but as far as like wins, losses, super bowls, playoff, all that, he had none of that, but he had all the career stuff. And then you look at uh, Eli Manning. It's like he didn't do very well statistically, but he did well in terms of like the team achievements. The thing I feel bad for Rivers is like you think about who he had to go through almost every year in the playoffs. I mean, he had Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Yep. He had to beat two of the best all-time quarterbacks. And it sucks for Rivers. And I think he probably will make it in. I don't know that he should based on the current criteria though. It's tough. Um, it's definitely tough. I just think that you either have to be statistically dominant, physically dominant, better than everybody else, or you have to have the like career, career. achievements. And he hasn't had either of them really. So yeah, his, his best year here was 35 and 14, 4,432 passing yards, 387 completions. That's the best of his whole career. What's the uh, touchdown interception ratio? It was 35 to 14. Yeah. That, and like, that doesn't get it done. Yep. So I, I think he will make it. I think he's probably the case that breaks it, where, where like, He's the one where we look at it and we're like, well, now what do we do? Yeah, well, hey, congrats to you guys, though. Uh, I know that was a little iffy when we talked about it uh, the previous show. So uh, I'm happy for you. He deserves it. Yeah, and it was really cool seeing him get it and just like immediately tearing up. Yes, yes. You guys saw that, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was was really good. And like... Sean, you cried, didn't you? I might have a little, I might have cried a little. I always love seeing that stuff, man. Like I love seeing people that I respect and look up to and people that I've watched in the NFL get the recognition they deserve. I absolutely love it. And I love seeing their reaction to it and I love seeing how happy they are so that it, it was good. Yeah. I like the fact that, uh, the, Lions are, are reaching out and trying to make amends as well. Um, Calvin Johnson even said that, uh, was it Sheila Ford Hemp? 
is uh you know they're they're talking and they're coming to you know uh, a place where there might be reconciliation in the next year it's pretty easy just pay him his money back yeah i'm sure they'll they'll just do that and but it's like they you guys are rebuilding you have tons of money just pay back (laughs) and you know they've got um Barry Sanders back, like working with the team. It'd be awesome to see Calvin Johnson coming back and, and doing just whatever. Like the the things that Barry Sanders has been doing, like s- some promos and, and just supporting the team and stuff like that. Um, seeing both of those guys do it would be uh, awesome and, you know, help with this whole like just transition. Ter- terribleness <laughs> that yeah. is been my entire <laughs> life of the lines. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. The, the never ending transition. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of recognition and awards, uh, we've got our MVP. It's Aaron Rodgers. Anyone have a gigantic problem with that? Uh, no, I do no. have a question, though. Are you wearing a Bill's Letterman jacket? No, it's a vest. Okay. Why and where did it come from? DFS money, and I've talked about this. Oh, okay, I missed it. All right. Yeah, I believe no. you. You two had a conversation about it. Yeah, we, ta- we we were talking about second Dude, teams. I, I drink ours- when I do this podcast. I forget <laughs> a lot of things. Jesus Christ! No, yeah, yeah. After I got, uh, I cashed out on some DFS money. I got a Poyer jersey and Edmonds jersey in this vest. As my this is my second team now. This is okay. what I've decided. Yeah. Well, that's a good. That's a good one, and uh, it feels legit too because you're a fan before they got good. So, well, I've, I've always liked Edmonds and uh, Thanks, Diggs and those guys. So, even, even, before, even, before Ed, even before Edmonds, you were uh, like draft all the Bills IDP guys. That's that's a good. That was my first article ever. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Bills are the natural fit for you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yep. So Rogers won MVP. That was cool. Uh, offensive player of the year, Derrick Henry, any issues? I mean, that one's somewhat debatable, but I'm okay with it. You guys care? Uh, I definitely have issue with that. Kamara, maybe? Literally anybody that's not a running back. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, like dude, make Quintus Cephas the offensive player of the year before Derrick Henry. I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> what? what i don't i don't believe anything i just said but uh but for real like running back you literally just be- had all this giggling at you right there <laughs> I, I know uh running back should not be offensive player there sorry like dude i know there's a position in football but like There are so many other players that were so much more valuable to their team than Derrick Henry. <sighs> yeah, I, I would have been okay with, uh, yeah, so, some, you know, there's some great receivers this year. Kamara, Dude, I think, should have gotten a nod, though. I know that's does, a running back. How does somebody win still... MVP and not win Offensive Player of the Year? Mm. Maybe because, I mean, no to idea. me, it seems like you you get one. You you can't double up. So like once you get one, you're you know out of the running. Okay, uh-huh. then then give Mahomes 
offensive player of the year. Like, dude, there are definitely more valuable players at on offense than Derrick Henry. Yep. But then no wouldn't the both of those positions just always go to quarterbacks? Because MVP generally always goes to a quarterback. Even if you so want you want for just like the players in the league to have a shot at something. Even if you want to go above replacement value, like Derrick Henry above Aaron Jones replacement value is lower than Patrick Mahomes over whoever is third. I guess maybe not because Deshaun Watson, but over replacement value. So like you're looking at Deshaun Watson and uh, Patrick Mahomes over your average quarterback, Jerry Goff. What's, what's a bigger difference that or Derrick Henry over, uh, I don't know, average running back. Um, JK Dobbins. It's like, if I had to choose, I'm definitely choosing the quarterback there because yeah, I don't know. I think the value difference is, is it okay. Okay. <laughs> and anyone else got something on offensive player of the year before we move on? No, I'm good. No, Sorry. Okay Sorry. Derrick Henry was not that much better than Aaron Jones and Patrick Mahomes was significantly better than everybody not named Deshaun Watson. I disagree with that. He was, wasn't that much better than Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones scores a lot of touchdowns. Derrick Henry was more than half of that offense. Right. That's based on the play calling though. That's what they do. They run the football. Successful. Sure. But if you put Aaron Jones in that offense, how much different is it? I think it's very different because he's a different style runner. Okay. I guess I don't think the production is that different, but I guess that's where we disagree. All righty. Moving on. Uh, Defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald. I am absolutely okay with this. Yeah. 100%. That's my choice. Awesome. Okay. Sure. Uh, he, he is the cheek lapper Supreme, uh, offensive rookie of the year. I do have a bit of an issue here. Justin Herbert is the, uh, guy that won, but, uh, that old, uh, Vikings rookie, man, I don't know. Jefferson. Yeah. You you could have a case there. What do you guys think? I think it should have been Jefferson. Should have been Jefferson. And again, uh, it's value over replacement. Jefferson was way better than all the other rookies. Herbert was really good. He was the best player. He was the most valuable player. But Jefferson is so much better than all the other rookie receivers, and he set the record. If you're comparing, like, Jefferson just wins that. Mm-hmm. Yep, no doubt. I think, yeah, we're all on the same page with that. This one, too, could be iffy. I'm fine with it, though. Uh, Chase Young, uh, defensive rookie of the year. Um, could have been Chin, could have been Winfield, could have been Young. What do you guys think? I want to say Chin mainly because he played the full season. I think Young missed a game or two, but Young was dominant when he was there. His numbers yeah. may not have been eye-popping, but... Yeah. Chin would have been my third. I would have gone Young, then Winfield, then Chin. Really? 
Yeah, Chin's like Chin's numbers looked really good, which is why I thought he had a shot of winning. But actual play, he's, you're right. He's still figuring it out. You know, like he's making the splash plays, but he's still figuring out the routine plays. He's got to figure it out, and he'll get there. Mm-hmm. This is rookie year, uh, and when you see his splash plays, you expect that he's going to get better. But uh, right now, I think Chase Young is the dude. He's just dominating what he's doing, and he's doing it very well. What I did love about watching Winfield is you can tell he's got an excellent feel for the game. Like He understands football great. He, his father just, just ingrained that into him. He's got swag, too. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, I was, I was happy – you know, for his dad too, for him getting that title. Like yeah. I, I always, oh man, his dad was one of my favorite IDP players back in the day. Hundred percent. That, that was literally the first episode I did with you. You did a talk about Antoine Winfield Senior. <laughs> oh, that's that's right, because it was safety one numbers from your quarter slot. It was insane. I know, I know, but uh, <laughs> like that's the thing. That was the first episode I ever did on IDP guys, and you talked about Antoine Winfield for like 30 minutes. And <laughs> so I saw Antoine Winfield Jr. coming out. I was like, oh, this is Johnny. This is Johnny guy. <laughs> hey, I'm ha- I'm happy for him. And you're right. Yeah. We'll talk about the swag in a minute. That was awesome. Um, come, come back player of the year, obviously. Alex Smith. Yeah. 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 Okay. My brother uh, won a bunch of money on that. Oh, no shit. Yeah. It, the, the odds on that should not have been what they were because literally (laughs) if he even made a team, he was going to win comeback player of the year. Like I am so mad at myself for not betting on that. And he bet a bunch of options. Oh God. I don't even know. Jason, Jason Brett, I think was the next size one. Mm. He had a good Mm. year. He did. And he came back from several injuries, came back all that. But like, dude, if Alex, if Alex Smith even played a snap, it was game over. And he brought him to the freaking playoffs. Yep. Yeah. Well, we didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> yep. Great story. Uh, Coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski, Browns. Uh, good with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's go. And AC, assistant coach of the year, excuse me. Uh, Bill's offensive coordinator, Brian Dabble. Yep. Sure. I love that. Love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, a couple more quick items here. Winfield taunts Tyreek. I just wanted to give you guys a chance to talk about this. I, I thought it was pretty good. Karma's a bitch, right? Yeah. Oh, it was really good. The uh, The Athletic had a great article on it where they talked to him about it. He was like, yeah, dude, totally worth it. Like, I'm so glad I had the opportunity to do that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you got flagged 15 yards. It's like, I'm just so glad I had the opportunity to get flagged 15 yards for giving the peace symbol to you. <laughs> it's like, um, right, yeah, he said, the dude gave me a peace sign earlier in the year and did a backflip in my face. Yeah, yeah. like, what do you expect? And uh, I just, like, I think it's horseshit that... Tyreek Hill gets to give the peace symbol every single time he goes for a touchdown and doesn't get flagged. Uh, and then Antoine Winfield does it to him and penalty. So uh, I think Tyreek Hill is getting unfairly treated positively for being able to do that and not allowing anybody else to do that. Yep. 
but uh, all worked out in the end. Uh, also, Tom Brady wins his fifth Super Bowl MVP. Just good, great, terrific, whatever. <laughs> System quarterback. Absolutely. And uh, we got to drunk. Yeah, he had a game, huh? Jesus. Dude, I. He had, he had a third of their receiving yards and two touchdowns. Almost sure. A third of their receiving yards. Well, he should have Levant- been comeback player of the year. Levante David, <laughs> though. Like, Levante David was all over Kelsey. He was. You put a linebacker one on one with Kelsey all game long, and he did it. I'm into it. Uh, Devin White, into it. I would have been done with either of those two. Um, I think I favor Levante David over Devin White in that situation, but like both of them, I think could have taken it. No doubt. And uh, unfortunately, got to end the news on a bad note here. Marty Schottenheimer passed away today. Um, I was so apparently he was the eighth most winningest coach in NFL history. Uh, I'll always remember that fourteen and two Chargers team he got fired from the year after. That was like LT, Sean Merriman. Uh, who was that big fullback? Lorenzo Neal? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was a, that was a, a like really entertaining team. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I remember watching NFL team or NFL films about the Chargers, and then he coached Chiefs before that, right? Yeah, Chiefs, Chargers. I think the Browns, too. He coached a bunch of teams. Yeah. I I remember watching the NFL films on him and just like being fascinated with it. Yep. So uh, that's unfortunate, obviously. Uh, notes, couple notes here. The site's back up. Nate, you want to talk about that in a second or now? <laughs> <laughs> when in a second or now? Okay. Now. Let's do this. Okay. Yeah. So idpguys.org is back up. We relaunched. Um, technically, it was Thursday afternoon. Um, but we scheduled it for Friday. Um, things are looking good. We had a lot of good feedback on it. Um, for everyone out there, like you may run across a part of the site that's not completely finished. Um, it is being you know continuously worked on. Uh, but we wanted to make sure to get the core of the site is uh, is done and articles are now being published. Uh, we had a ton come out just this morning uh rankings for february all the adp is up but the rankings uh we had a few details to get ironed out so um about half of them are up right now but those will be up uh within the next couple days we've got a new tool um which actually joey's here and joey why don't you talk about it uh it's literally just it's a tool that'll change rankings based on whatever you input your scoring setting to be We've done uh, projections for, I think it ended up being 330 players. Mm. And um, yeah, so the projections are for the full season, but once you input your scoring setting, it's going to adjust the rankings based off of the projections and how they relate to the scoring. So whatever scoring you have for IDP, whatever scoring you use, you'll have rankings. Yep. Yep. So essentially it's going to be... you know, yearly projections. So uh, it'll cover, you know, the coming season and you'll have an input box for, you know, your sacks, your interceptions and all that stuff. Uh, I, I want to make it, you know, in the future, a little more complex to add in actually a, um, a rating for uh, 
position scarcity. So you'd be able to put in like how many of a position you have, and that would change the rating so that, um, you know, that would also adjust the rankings. And then, you know, having position specific uh, scoring as well. Um, These are all things coming in the future, but for now, it's just awesome. Uh, We're hoping by February 14th, I'm waiting on uh, my developer to to wrap everything up and and get it done, but it should be done by that's what the Sunday and up, and it'll be available for our subscribers um, to be able to to use and get you know Joey's rankings. Right now, it's just IDP. We'll be expanding that to include offense at some point, you know, in the future. But like I said, just trying to get it get it all out there, get it going. We've got a lot of things in the works uh planned for this off season and um it'll be a you know a process we'll have a lot of things you know they'll be announcing that that are coming out excellent and last but not least congratulations to orange crush the winner of the idp guys playoff challenge yeah i actually have a few more we actually we gave out seven free subscriptions um for the website now it was our $50 level like uh full site plus the magazine for a full year um so we kind of put you know uh a lot you know these prizes were pretty good so orange crush was number one crowman one was number two and number three overall was Derek mcgrew we also gave out top score for each week so week one was ticks Week two was Chromin one. Week three, Philip Rutherford. And week four was Matt Donnelly. Um, and we, yeah, we had two alternates uh, since we, <laughs> I wasn't giving out the prize twice. Um, and then Coach already has it. So Ali Fontana got a, uh, got a prize as well as uh, Sean, but not this Sean. Sean. We love Sean. Oh, not uh, you, friend, not you friend, Sean. Friend yeah, the, Sean. You guys hate me. Yeah, so. friend of the, friend of the show, Sean. Um, maybe SW got ready is his email. So, yes, <laughs> that's that's as much information. It just it's Sean. Okay, <laughs> no cool. last name. Not me though. Yeah. So, but yeah, we we gave out uh, a bunch of subscriptions, and uh, I've already had them reach out and say like that they've gotten in and, and everything looks great and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, we, we do give out our fair share of these things and, uh, while also, you know, charging <laughs> there it is. Uh, so with that, let's move on. All right, time for some listener questions. This is the part where Johnny peruses the Slack channel for subscribers, his Outlook account, and um, I don't know. Where else do you look for, for questions, Johnny? That's it. Those are the only two places. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this week we got one from Chase Claypool's Lee Hole at Outlook.com. Wants to know thoughts on early contenders for next year's Super Bowl. Who do you guys think will be in it next year? Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills, and I'm going to go with 
the Packers, the guys that didn't get in this year. What do you guys think? So I think it's going to be the Chiefs. And then uh, I think it's probably going to be the Lions, too. Did- Jared Goff's already been to a Super Bowl. So <laughs> I don't understand why you can't go to another one. That's uh, that's how our fan base is telling me right now. You know, he's a, he's a Super Bowl contender at this point. So <laughs> they're going to make it. Uh, I'd, you know, I'd love okay. to see the Rams in. That'd be cool. I, I was gonna say I'll, I'll take the fifty fifty. I'll take the fifty split on that. I'm going uh, Rams Chiefs for next year. Mm. I'd love to see the Rams. I'd love to see the Browns. There are so many teams now that I'm rooting for. Let's go and uh, Joey. Sorry, I'm rooting. It's my again. team. It's my no, team. No, yeah. Rooting, no, <laughs> your team. Your team can get fucked because you saw Jimmy G. <laughs> it. That's not gonna be for long. Trust me. He's I not think- gonna- 49ers. Who's going to be your quarterback? Trubisky in the division next year. Hmm. I think who's your quarterback going to be? Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen recently that he's upset in Seattle? Yeah, he's not going okay. to the division though. Come on. It's from. It's. Yeah. Have you seen the source? No, I know. Yeah, no. You're rolling with uh you're rolling with the Garoppolo so, because John Lynch is cheap and you're gonna suffer through this and this is gonna be your life. Oh, that's just mean. That's not true. It's not gonna happen like that. That's that's what's happening. No, you know what's gonna happen is they're gonna sign Ryan Fitzpatrick and he's bringing us to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if Fitzpatrick signs with them, I will buy that jersey. Or hmm. or hear me out here. Hoyer. They go and they go and sign uh Dad. Hoyer goes back to the 49ers. No, they're not. They're not signing Dak. Mm. Well, if we, get this, if we get to Sean, you can have Dak. That's fine. All right. <laughs> Dude, this quarterback carousel is insane. <laughs> if the Niners can land a quarterback, I think they have, they have what it takes to make it to the Super Bowl. Their team is still good. Oh, it is. Uh, all I know is that uh, one final note. Um, you as a human being are proof that you cannot judge a person by the quarterback of the team they root for. So what does that mean? What? What I mean dude, I'm I'm saying you root for Garoppolo. I'm rooting for the banana man. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with rooting for Jimmy G. He's beautiful. I'd marry him. Oh, he's uh, a ter- who you, terrible quarterback. Who, who you got in the AFC there? Joey? Uh, Buffalo. I love Buffalo. Hey, I, was actually, that's, I was very sad to see how they played against Kansas see how that game ended up. I really I loved watching Buffalo just run through people this year. That offense dude, they, amazing. Yes. They took a huge step forward this year. I I got I got a feeling things are gonna be interesting. All As right. you're wearing the vest. Yep. <laughs> so we got All right, here we go. We are talking season awards from the IDP guys to the players in the NFL uh, because they they are waiting for us to, to give them awards. Uh, Johnny, you want to uh, spearhead this one? 
Absolutely. So the last couple of segments are the awards. Before that, we're just going to review what actually happened this season, uh, full season stats, all that. So uh, this kind of surprised me, but most combined tackles this year was Zach Cunningham, 164. Thoughts? I'm not that surprised. He's, he's, what was it? Last year, he was what, like 147 or something like that. Plus McKinney goes down. Terrell Adams was great, but. Yeah, his playing time got cut like halfway through the season, though. He was only at like 80-something percent of snaps, which is weird. But if you look at uh, his, his uh, seasons previous to last, like his first few seasons in the league, he was actually playing less than McKinney was. McKinney was in on more third downs than Zach Cunningham was. But he was still getting the lion's share of tackles. He's a volume guy. He misses so many tackles. But he plays crazy, and he gets there. So, like, for IDP, it works. It really shouldn't work with how high his missed tackle percentage is, but it works. Yep. I don't know. Just thought that was interesting. That's not the guy I would have said. I mean, I'd, he'd be in the conversation, but that's not who I would have bet on before the season. That's for sure. No, definitely uh, not. Yeah, before the season, no. Yep. Uh, outside linebacker, most tackles combined this year, Harold Landry, 69. I mean, that's not something we really look at for outside linebacker, but I just thought it was interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good number, too. Uh, defensive tackle this year, Sheldon Richardson, 64. Old-timer. Nice. Get at it, buddy. Yep. Uh, nose tackle, Linval Joseph, 62. Another old-timer. Yeah, that was pretty Get good. Get at it, buddy. Get at so it, buddy. here's one that kind of it, – it didn't blow my mind, but I thought it was really cool. Sam Hubbard, again, second year in a row leads all defensive ends and combined tackles with 62 missing three games. Wow. If he could just get those sack numbers up, he would just be unbelievable. <laughs> He's a terrible pass rusher. I'm sorry. <sighs> well, I, I want 80 P points. That's, you know, true. I don't care how it I get them. Right. It depends on your scoring. If you value sacks, Sam Hubbard is not that great. <laughs> yep. Uh, cornerback combined tackles, Malcolm Butler, 100 even. Thoughts? None. Okay. He's bad enough uh, in coverage to get thrown at a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're looking for. Uh, safety, I broke it down. Well, I didn't break it down. Pro Football Reference broke it down to free safety, which I didn't know Puda Baker was a free safety, 118. Strong safety, Jordan Poyer, 124. And regular safety, Jeremy Chin, 117. Third safety, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, 62. Five, I think it was. I didn't write it down. So many of my guys. I love it all. It's all my guys, aside from Poyer, which is your guy. I love that guy. Yep. Most sacks this year. Outside linebacker, TJ Watt, 15. Yep. Trey Hendrickson, defensive end, 13.5 or 14, depending if you're looking at Yahoo or Pro Football Reference or Sleeper. It's all over the place. Uh, defensive tackle, Errol Donald. Aaron Donald, 14. Linebacker, Devin White, 9. Safety, Jamal Adams, 9.5 or 10, depending where you're looking. And this one I thought was very interesting. Corner, Mike Hilton, 3. Marlon Humphrey, 3. Two of my guys. <laughs> but if you remember on the Mike Hilton thing, you rattled off three in a row in the beginning of the season, three weeks in a row, and then he didn't do shit the rest of the season. <laughs> no, it was who were the other two? I feel like it was Carlton Davis and Mike Hilton 
And I don't know who the third one would have been. Carlton but yeah, Davis. we we had a big long conversation about Mike Hilton's sack potential makes him great. He rattled off yep. three three weeks in a row and then went to bed for the next eleven weeks. Mike Hilton? Yes. No, otherwise he would not have ended up as top corner. No, he was uh he was out for a few weeks. He was out for like three or four weeks. Yeah. And then uh, I don't think he got a, another yeah, he's sack. A, but he, he's not a. He's he not had, a top corner. He had a couple uh, interceptions late in the season. I think it depends on scoring. We'd have to check I that. But a, he's, I think but he's in a good spot with that also, team. Also, uh, Carlton Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't make any of these lists. He didn't have most of anything, IDP points or uh, tackles or anything. I used your scoring, by the way, Last of Us Part 2. I know. I know. So let's see where he ended up. You keep going. Yep. Um, most IDP points for the year, linebacker inside, Devin White. Linebacker outside, TJ Watt. Defensive tackle, Aaron Donald. Defensive end could be Miles Garrett or Jason Pierre-Paul, depending on what site you're looking at. Um, you know, because Yahoo's got him as a linebacker. Uh, Sleeper's got him as DL. Uh, cornerback, Malcolm Butler. Safety, Buda Baker or Jordan Poyer, once again, depending what site you're looking at. Uh, in our Sleeper League, he was number one in our Yahoo leagues. He won by half a point. So that's, that's where it is. Um, any surprises there? I mean, it, that, that all looks pretty, pretty legit. Pretty fine. Yep. Okay. Real quick. Carlton Davis, uh, it appears is cornerback one, cornerback two behind Marlon Humphrey. What are you looking at? Yeah, I At checked sleeper. your scoring, so I wouldn't have to listen to you, to this dumb uh, shit. I did this. Yeah, okay, so we got we got uh, Buda Baker, Jesse Bates, Jordan Poyer, uh, Jabril Peppers, four four safeties, Marlon Humphrey. Oh, sorry, we got we got Xavier Howard, so we got a second corner. Then uh, Jeremy Chin, Kenny Moore, Jamal Adams, Justin Simmons, Harrison yeah. Smith. Marcus May. Are you sorting this right? Jabril Peppers was nowhere close to four. Am I am I am I wrong? No, he wasn't (laughs) four. I don't know. Jabril Peppers had 226 points. Have another one, drunkie. I don't know. So are you looking at no holy shit? Jabril Peppers cleaned up over the second half of the year. He had two and a half sacks. Uh, his tackles were 6'10", 6'7", 6'5", 13, 2, 6, 7. Uh, forced fumble, fumble recovery, interception. Okay. I'm telling you, like, you're looking at the scoring wrong. Either way, uh, Carlton Davis crushed it for corners. He was top five. Oh, okay. You want a cookie? We're talking about the best, not top five. I mean, I would, I would love a cookie. I called him as, <laughs> called him as, called him as potential uh, him and Marlon Humphrey is my two guys for uh, top corner of the year. So I'd love yeah. a cookie. I know well, you say it every episode. I know, yeah. and uh, I would like respect for that. Okay, moving on. <laughs> best, best. <laughs> Best value award. Uh, Joey, why don't you start us off inside linebacker? Um, 
Mine's kind of a toss-up. Uh, either Alex Singleton or Neville Hewitt. Ooh. Alex Singleton Alex. probably wasn't drafted. Hewitt possibly got drafted at like the end of the draft because people weren't sure what was going on with that linebacker unit. And they both freaking were crazy. I think Singleton had 120 tackles and Hewitt had 134. Jesus. Yeah, Singleton was an excellent waiver wire pickup this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Sean, what do you got? Inside linebacker. Hewitt's definitely my linebacker. And he was, he was being drafted as like a linebacker four, and he definitely ended up as linebacker one, depending on your scoring. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, uh, it really depends on the scoring. I think he was pretty good all across the board. Yeah, right. I mean, just the tackle numbers. That's, yeah. Uh, I went with Foye Luicon just because, you know, A, the versatility, especially in sleeper, that was huge. And B, just an incredible season from a guy you could have gotten stupid late. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Nate, you got one linebacker? Yeah, I've got one for this one. Uh, Tyrell Adams. Uh, just because he came out, uh, you got him off the waiver wire, and he did great. Yep, absolutely. Great value. Uh, okay, outside linebacker, edge rush linebacker, whatever you want to call it, uh, Joey, best value. Uh, Hassan Reddick. Everybody wrote yep. him off, and then he came in and just crushed it. Did he ever? Jesus. Uh, Sean? It's Hassan Reddick, and that's where he should have been playing from the first place. That's what he played in college. That's what the Lions were going to draft him for if the Cardinals didn't draft him right in front of him. Yep. I've also got Reddick. Uh, Nate, you got one for this? Nope. Okie dokie. I had my one. All righty. Defensive <laughs> tackle. No, hey, that's cool. Defensive tackle, best value this year. Uh, Joey. Uh, I had David Onyemata. New Orleans. Yes. Yeah, it, he was the first guy I had on my list for this. Um, I went back and changed it to Quinnen just because I feel like it, it was close on where you could get him. You're right. You probably could get Animata easier. That's a, that's a good point. But Quinnen had the better year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Quinnen had the better year, and also everyone assumed his career was just over before this year. It's because he got arrested <laughs> in an airport. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, no, it's not even that, dude. Like, dude got arrested in an airport with a gun, and then COVID hit, and everyone just like kind of forgot about it. Like, that dude somehow didn't get charged with anything. Dude That's showed true. up to an airport with a gun, and they're just like, "All right, global pandemic, you're yeah, cool. Here. It's yeah, good." Here. It's well, like, dude, that- what? That's that's been going around. I got nailed for texting and driving, and they just forgot about it. God, it must be fucking nice. Must yeah. be fucking nice. Yeah. Especially if you're going to an airport with a gun. Must be nicer. <laughs> Timing. So, Timing so, is everything. Yeah. Yeah, he, was, he was terrible his rookie year, and he, was, he had character concerns. Then he was terrible his rookie year. Then he showed up to an airport with a gun, and so everyone just wrote him off. Deservedly so. And then he showed up and was awesome. And it was like, yeah, okay. Right. And now he's on our best value list. <laughs> Good job, yeah, Quinn. And, and here we are. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sean, is that who you had? Who'd you have? That's who I had. Okay. That's why I had this whole speech lined up about the airport and the gun and stuff. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. <laughs> best, uh, best value uh, defensive end, Joey. 
Uh, Trey Hendrickson. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I was waffling between that. I went with uh, Leonard Williams. Um, Which is crazy. He had a great year. Yeah. Three, it, 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 just, it just blew my mind more that Leonard Williams had that year than that trade Hendrickson did. Yeah. That's why I went there, Sean. I can get on board with either of those two. As a Lions fan, I'm going Romeo Quara because, like, dude, like, the guy has been trash his whole career. And, like,. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, so, yeah, like I can get on board with any of those three. And to be totally honest, I don't trust any of those three next year. Like Same. I'm, if anybody's buying them, I'm selling them. Not interested. Yep. No doubt. Hendrickson, I trust the most because I like, I trusted the college talent and then, yeah, stuff happened. Definitely. <laughs> stuff happened. Alrighty, corner value, Joey. Uh, Teron Johnson. Mm, mm-hmm. I could. I really should have gotten on that train more often. I just the snaps scared me. That's why I couldn't do it. But yep, he had a great year. He really did. Uh, I'm gonna go Xavier Howard or Troy Hill. Sean's gonna, gonna say Carlton Howard. Davis. I'm gonna okay. say Carlton Davis. Uh, sorry, we all knew Xavier Howard was awesome. I was the only one that knew Carlton Davis was awesome, and you guys all fought me on it. And here hey, we are. Tucker, I I drafted Carlton Davis in a, my other league where we only start two corners. Oh, well, I so, love you. That's why I love you more than these two. <laughs> yeah, um, Howard. I don't know where you were drafting Howard. I got him. I got him everywhere. It didn't cost me much. Yeah, you know, people people punt on corner. People are dumb with corner, and it's easy to get. Okay, but to be fair, like Xavier Howard was ranked as like a top five corner going into the year. Like, regardless of where you actually drafted him based on corner value, like he was considered a top five corner. Whereas, like Carlton Davis was one that people were sleeping on, and they should not have been. Yeah, Xavier mm-hmm. Howard landed in an even better position too when they signed Byron Jones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Troy Hill, though, that was that's also a great story this year. He that's didn't cost cost a penny, and Jesus, what a year! Uh, but yep, alrighty. Uh, safety, uh, Joey. Um, I want to say Jesse Bates, just because people still slept on him. He was still following, like being drafted as like the safety ten. But I'm gonna go with actually Donovan Wilson. Ooh, okay. I I did the I did a little bit of that too. I did value and price, a couple different ones here. Um, I like that. Yeah, Wilson didn't cost anything. Had an excellent end of the season. Um, I went Poyer for value because he could wait on him a little bit and get essentially the safety one numbers this year. And Daniel Sorensen for price because he cost nothing more than a mouse click, and you got a top ten safety out of it that came out of nowhere. Uh, Sean, what'd you have? Uh, I'm going Jeremy Chin and uh, Antoine Winfield just because the price of buying those guys in a startup is so low compared mm-hmm. to buying like established safeties. And I think Jeremy Chin ended up as like safety eight in our scoring. Um, I don't know what he ended up in other scoring, but like those two guys were guys where it's like, yeah, you get them in the second, third round of rookie drafts and they end up being like top 24 players immediately. And that's just straight value. Yeah. I got Winfield in round three of like a few different rookie drafts last year. Mm. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. 
Cool. All right. That was value. Now, best rookies. This is the other award, uh, subjective one here. Uh, linebacker inside. I'm going Patrick Queen. Joey, what do you got? Patrick Queen. Sean? Patrick Queen. All righty. Linebacker outside. This one was a bit harder. Everyone thought it might be Chase on before the year. Uh, I'm actually going Alex Highsmith. What do you guys got? Same here, Alex Highsmith. And Highsmith. Okay. Defensive tackle. I, I, don't want to say it, but it was Derek Brown, big fat guy. <laughs> I hate Derek Brown so much, but it's definitely Derek Brown. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted how, it to be Kinlaw, but it wasn't. I wanted to be anybody other than Derek Brown. Right, Kinlaw had some. He had some good yeah. Oh, who was that dude on KC um, towards the end of the year that started? Was it like Trayvon Wharton or something like that? Uh, yeah, Tershawn Wharton. Tershawn Wharton. Yeah, yeah, he started coming on. But, uh, yeah, freaking Derek Brown. Ugh. Alrighty. Defensive Daddy. end, it's, it's, it's Chase Young, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, corner, Joey. Uh, I went with A.J. Terrell. Or Terrell. Is it Terrell? Terrell. Terrell. It's Terrell. Yeah. Sorry. I kind of I, I kind of like Cam Dantzler for this, just because nobody – Gave a shit about Cam Dantzler, and he was actually literally free. So he had a good year. He did. He did. Yep. It, it was that the whole Minnesota corners situation was a giant shit show. But <laughs> when he was on the field, yes, great. He value. was he was the better of the two rookie corners too. So yep, yep. Uh, I'm gonna go with Trayvon Diggs. Uh, same deal. Wasn't on the field the whole year, but when he was, he was pretty decent for an IDP corner. And last but not least, safety. It could be Chin or Winfield, depending on preference. Um, mm-hmm. I wrote I wrote Chin, but I'm going to go Winfield. Uh, Joey, um, I'm probably going to go Chin just because he's going to probably be playing linebacker again. And I think the answer is Chin, but going forward, it's Winfield. Cool. Thanks. All righty then. Dynasty Football Digest, your new essential site for Dynasty information. For as little as $1 a month, gain access to all that we have to offer. Rankings, trends, ADP, in-season assets, and a Slack chat just for subscribers. Purchase today at DynastyFootballDigest.com. Alrighty, so let's get into our final steak and salad for the 2020 season. Um, we've got a we've got a guest, so let's kick it to you, Joey. What's your steak this week? Um, it's been the snow and CT, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving the snow. My You're fucking douche. Dude. I'm like the only person that loves snow. Yeah, I, I enjoy the crap out of snow. Plus, my daughter loves the snow. It's been a whole new experience for me, bringing my kid out, sledding. Douche. I've been called that many times saying this at work. <laughs> because I literally, I'm at work, I'm like, everybody's like, oh, it's snowing again. I'm like, you live in New England, shut up. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is kind of nice. We haven't we haven't had a good winter in, in a minute, you know? Right. Like they've been taking Speak care of the roads for yourselves. I mean, the you great- live in Minnesota. Come on, you should expect it. So the the roads have been I do, fine. and been, I hate it. Doing well, and I if I haven't had too much cleanup around here, just a little bit of shoveling and snow blowing, and it's just I don't know. Yeah, you get like what three inches of snow at a time. No, I got like I got probably like a foot and a half, two, two feet right now. 
yeah, two feet out there that we all total. got. We've got within the last week, right? But yeah. like total. So one, it's not yeah, all we had one one, one big one, one big one, and a small one today. Yeah, dude, we got a foot and a half a couple of years ago in May. Like we got, we got like uh, May tenth. There's a couple of years ago we had three feet in one snowstorm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually it was when I my, me and my wife started dating, and I got snowed in at her place. I was like, I'm staying. It was like I was at, stuck at her house oh, for like. Must, must be nice to get snowed in. We just have to go to work. That's glorious. They just like expect that. They're like, yeah, you didn't figure it out. <laughs> they didn't even apply the freaking roads up in where she lived. They were just like, whatever, have fun. We were, <laughs> we were sledding down the roads and everything. It was great. Yeah. And a friend of ours stole sleds from freaking lots and more. And he comes showing up. He's like, guys. I was like, okay, let's do this. Okay. Nice, nice. That All right, Sean. Perfect. What's your steak? Oh, man. Uh, steak. Steak is that Joey's getting snow right now. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Like for real, like Joey, uh, Joey had a tweet, said some really nice things last week. And uh, that's probably my steak for the week where just like it's a, it's been a very long time since somebody on Twitter has had a lot of very nice things to say about me. Cause uh, Nate, uh, we don't get along, Johnny. We don't get along, and I hate both of you. And you guys hate me, you know. And we do this show every week, and we don't get along. Uh, and so it it took all this time for Joey to come on and say something nice. Uh, so that's probably my mistake. So for everyone out there listening, it's at Lanny one nine two five. Hit him with the worst things you have to possibly say. Let's see, see who's out there. Represent the brand. Just come at me. Him. <laughs> come at me. Ask for uh the, the, I mean we got people asking for my farts in a jar. So yeah, yeah. it can't be worse than that. <laughs> They're magic. No, but <laughs> yeah, I mean we, we do this, you know, this is nonstop for us. So there are times we want to fucking murder each other, but in general, this is a great team and we all love each other despite oh, no. despite we, saying evil things about each other constantly. <laughs> no, I absolutely love you guys. Uh as long as you can let the Tom Brady being a system quarterback thing go. That's eventually. Like, that's eventually. like the one. Th- that's the one thing. Like as soon as you let that go, we can be friends again. I'll okay. I'll say this. He's a dual system quarterback. <laughs> dual system. <laughs> He's good in two systems. That's the best thing I've ever heard. Actually, that's fantastic, and I love it. Uh, thank you for that. <laughs> Uh, Johnny, what do you got for steak? Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So uh, it's Ooh. it's. I haven't played an Assassin's Creed in like five, six, seven years. It's been a minute. Um, mm. And this one's cool. You're pillaging, plundering, and killing people as a Viking, and taking shit and stealing shit. It's fucking great. It's uh, <laughs> it's awesome. You just you literally have a longboat with a bunch of like dudes that are just ready to murder all the time, and you roll up to villages and fuck everyone up and leave and take all their shit. It's great. <laughs> yeah. That uh, sounds like a game just, just made for you. <laughs> um, no one, you, few people know this, but we play uh, Dungeons and Dragons on uh, Fridays or Saturday nights. And Johnny's the, the one that comes in, murders everyone, and just goes, and now I loot the bodies. What I get? <laughs> what I get? Pretty much. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, that's great. But, yeah. Uh, my stake is uh, the IDP guys' site is up and uh, the content is flowing. 
Um, it was a major, a lot of work to get that going, and there's still a lot, a lot of work to do. But we are making our way, trying to, you know, carve out a little piece of that fantasy pie for uh, all of the people involved. So it's. I can it's say fun. maybe the stake was getting those projections done. We'll yeah, say that. that get a tool cool. for the entire IDP community. Yeah, really kind of plant your flag on that uh, customized scoring. <laughs> Whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into the salads. Uh, Joey, give us a salad for your week. Toss that salad. Um, I honestly don't think it was this week, but it's carrying over. It's Matt Stafford not going to the 49ers. Ooh. Ooh. That broke my heart. I really thought it was going to be a thing. Imagine if that had happened. A Stafford and Shanahan. Sean and you would be rooting for the same team. That would be our stake. That would be both our stake. So my I am I am sitting here in negative eight degree weather with no heat right now with a space heater warming my apartment. And my salad is still getting Jared Goff as my quarterback. So what does that tell you? I, I just that's how much I hate all of this. Like Sean, Jared Goff, I tell you, like right now, like underneath my desk is a radiator that's on, and my house is set to seventy-two degrees for my child. So I'm actually my feet are getting toasty as anything right now. I just wanted to like dig that a little deeper. All right, my new salad is that out of the three of you, I had one friend, and I just lost that friend. <laughs> That's my new salad. Uh, I'm sorry, I had to. My reader right. just turned on, and then you just said that I was like, "Oh man, I just gotta tell him this." Is but no, for real, it, it it fucking sucks out here. Uh, mm-hmm. But it sucks more that we got Jerry Goff because, like, Jerry mm-hmm. Goff is like just good enough to win like five games. Would you say like, he's a system quarterback? I would say that. I would absolutely say that. Uh, And he's just good enough to win five games. And, you know, like you win five games and then you miss out on the top quarterbacks. And then just the cycle fucking. All right. So we're back. Uh, We had some technical difficulties as uh, Sean's uh, power bill came up and uh, they shut him off. And uh, it shut down our broadcast for some reason. So he's completely out of uh, commission. Uh, Sean, pay your your electric bill, and uh, you know maybe these things won't happen. Uh, but we've got just a couple salads left, and then uh, get into Johnny the Greek here. So uh, Johnny, what's your salad? I mean, honestly, I really one things are good, things are great across the board. I'm waiting for the other two to. That's that's what my life is now. Waiting for something, sh- waiting for something bad to happen because lots of good things have been happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's no, always no, good. I mean, it's it's a good bounce back from uh, you know. Yeah, from previous years, that's for sure. Uh, still no PS Five. Can't find one of those to save my damn life. What's uh, what's Charlotte saying on that? Is uh, is Target just they? There's apparently out some quicker. sort of like thing online where uh once target uploads that they have it it sends out this like alert and everyone buys them up so yeah. it's just can't can't get them right now um yeah. so hopefully that changes uh my salad is um 
Well, we just saw our last bit of football until uh, August. So, you know, that's sad. Um, that being said, off season is exciting. Um, we talk football all year round, and I don't know. Sometimes I like the off season better than the football season, but um, it is sad to, you know, have have another season in the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the IDP guys is your number one resource for IDP information for your fantasy leagues for as little as $1 a month, get access to all that we have to offer rankings, ADP trade calculator in season assets and a Slack chat to get personal help all year round purchase today at IDPguys.org. Alrighty, no statement games this week. We're we're out of statement games for the year. I mean, there are other sports, so you should definitely check them out for that. But uh, you know, we talk. This is a football show. Uh, so Nate was just talking about it's the off season. Um, yeah, for a lot of people, it stinks. There's no football, whatever. Um, I I got Euro Cup though, so I could give a shit. There um, you go. I'm, I'm ready to rock, man. Uh, I'm gonna be doing some DFS with that. Um you know, laying some bets. Uh, so I'm pumped. You, uh, Nate, you've watched it with me before. Joey, you yep. a uh, soccer fan at all? International I, soccer? I am a big soccer fan. I just don't never get around to watching it. I love soccer. I used to play a lot growing up. I absolutely love it. I think it's the funnest game to play. Yeah. Well, I mean, every, so every two years you get something, you get Euro cup or world. Cup. And because mm-hmm. of Corona, we got two in it, two in a row. Now. We got Euro yeah. cup this year, world cup next year. So I, I'm super excited for that. So uh, with that in mind, I got the odds for overall winner for this year's Euro Cup here. Um, the odds on favorites are Belgium, England, France, France, which uh, all tracks. Uh, last year's final was France and uh, Croatia. Yep, Croatia's down here a little bit. And Belgium and England were in the semi, the uh, third place game. So all three of them are back with uh, the Deutschland uh, is the fourth most likely at plus 700. That's who I'm taking. Yeah, uh, man. Oh, man. Yes. Germany. The they, they're they're back. They're coming back, man. Um, I have nothing scientific to back to back this up uh, other than the, the fact that, uh, you know, they took a tournament off. Got shithoused the last World Cup. Mm-hmm. And that's not Germany. That's not what they do. Um, so that's what I'm taking. They're plus seven hundred. One hundred dollars will win you seven hundred. Some other good bets here. Spain, Italy, plus uh, eight hundred, twelve hundred. Portugal, plus fourteen hundred. Those are all. Three three teams that could very easily win this and have great odds. So that's always something you're looking for if you're going to place a futures bet. Uh, any any other teams on here you guys think have a chance? Um, yeah, maybe Croatia plus thirty three hundred. But that's, uh, for the price, that's pretty nice. Yeah, so hundred dollars gets you three thousand three hundred. That's not bad. Yeah, that's the bad bet. But, Johnny, what was the bet that you placed that uh, you ended up winning with Germany? How much was it? Uh, it was like a hundred bucks to win five hundred, I think, um, and that was for Confederations Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, yep, yeah, that's that's what I got. We're back to weird bets because it's the off season. So. Yep, for sure. All right. Uh, well, before we close out, I want to give uh, Joy a little time to. 
uh, preview what he's got, tell people where to find him and what he's got in the works and what he's going to be doing. Yeah, plug right. your shit. You can <laughs> you can find me uh, on Twitter at Joey the Tooth IDP. Um, been working really hard this offseason getting the projection rankings going. So we have all the projections coming soon. Projections are done. We're just waiting for the final developments to be finished. Um, IDP updates coming back on. I took a little hiatus there. Had the newborn, you know, a little time with the family. But I'm uh, coming back, and I'm going to be starting to slam on the rookies. So I've been doing a lot of studying on the tape and everything, doing articles or doing uh, profiles for our magazine coming. that's also coming soon. So it's been pretty – the offseason has actually been busier for me than the regular season, to be completely honest with you. So Nice. Yeah, no, definitely you do – Really great work, and um, you're a content monster. I already um, got three articles out on the new site. Yeah, right. Uh, it started a competition between writers, too. That's the point. So. That's, that's what I just inspire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, nope, definitely looking forward to all the stuff you got going and uh, getting the IDP update, which can be found on the Writer Digest Network on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, as well as... Uh, your pod catcher of choice. So good. Glad, glad that's coming back. Um, mm-hmm. So with that, make sure you're following us on Twitter at IDP guys. Individually. I'm at Nate sheet. John is at orange man. Three, one, four, two. Sean is at Lanny one, nine, two, five. And Joey, our special guest at Joey, the tooth IDP uh, subscribe to the show. You can go to IDP Click the podcast button, find the IDP guys, listed there and you'll see a uh podcast player as well as uh the youtube channel all the the episodes listed there and you can subscribe uh and listen and whatever you'd like uh while you're on the site become a subscriber hop over to the register for a subscription button and you can pick whether you want rankings only you want to get everything from the site or my favorite get it all plus the magazine that we put so much time and effort into uh i gotta say last year's magazine helped me uh with my rookie drafts i might not have won my leagues but i'm now looking at um you know trading players like kyler murray and and others um because i drafted justin herbert and he was on my taxi squad uh from the rookie draft you know uh i'm looking at really great assets going into this year because man i took advantage of the uh the rookie draft magazines knocked my drafts out of the park and it was uh it's a very great value and really these issues um individually are they're like 15 dollars for the magazine it's almost a hundred page pages with 50 different profiles and tons of rankings. It's a very great value. Um, so definitely get that. Uh, also make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, writer digest network, uh, writers, R E I T E R great shows. We got a lot of content coming this year. We put someone in place to help manage it. Um, so it's going to be growing and it's going to be good stuff. So check it all out. Uh, with that, we've wrapped up uh, the 2020 season. Thanks, Joey, for coming to join us for that. And um, hopefully we can put some money together to pay for Sean's electricity bill. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs>